This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Tomorrow night, Panthers, Falcons, at what appears to be a rainy and windswept Bank of America Stadium, so it will be a friends and family only crowd, I'm sure. Travis Hancock from WFNZ oh. in Charlotte. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Help me! Help me, please. So over under the thirty three thousand in the building. Uh, probably. Yeah. Well, now we got twenty five to thirty mile per hour wind. It's going to rain all day. Uh, I probably go under based off of circumstance. You know, the guy I'm worried about the most is our old friend Al Michaels in the booth. Uh, he's not doing well during these broadcasts. He's got, he had the Texans last week. He's got this one. He's got Jacksonville in a couple weeks. This guy is this guy's been one of the greatest ever. Yeah. This, uh, if Al Michaels retires mid broadcast at some point in this game, I'm not I'm not shot by that. I'm not shot at all. Like he's been he's been paying attention to the Thursday night schedule, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this. Nobody should be surprised that these games uh, can be dogs because they have like everybody's got to be in it once. So in it, they but have Al gets the Panthers. He gets an NFC South battle. Yes, in a tropical depression. Beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. All right, here I I I said that you would be modeling the Panthers black uniforms. Uh, it is the most positive thing we can talk about right now with regards to the Panthers. Uh, am I the? I'm not the only one who thinks these are great looking, right? Oh, they're incredible, and it's, it's been one of the things the fans have been asking about for a long time. And you know, David Tepper has delivered on the, that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that fans have asked for, he's delivered on. The only problem is, I said that this morning on our show here, is the uniforms are great, black <laughs> helmets are great. Unfortunately, the team playing in them might not give us a lot to root for in this contest, and it's a little frustrating because we saw the progress they. They beat the Bucks, and, and it looked like they were turning the corner. A great, ridiculously entertaining game, at least against mm-hmm. Atlanta, which you know entertained us or something. Yeah. So it was a ridiculous ending, but it was fun. And then we got the last week, and maybe the worst half, and uh, that we've ever seen from the Panthers. And trust me, there's been some bad halves before. Yeah. We couldn't find one that was worse than what we saw on Sunday against Cincinnati. No, it was entirely one-sided, and I don't even think Cincinnati is that good, but their offense showed up, and that's all yeah. that needed to show up, really. Uh, I am I want to talk about P.J. Walker here in a second, but uh, I don't really understand why this all fell on the feet of P.J. Walker for people. I were, there was people mad that they named Walker the quarterback as though the same exact thing couldn't have happened to Baker Mayfield. Like, we've watched Baker Mayfield for as many games as he played. Did he ever play as well as P.J. Walker no. played for two games? No, and he played his best when the Bengals caught off the dogs in the second half. They weren't even – Joe Burrow had his baseball hat on and his A-dude shoes on <laughs> in the second half. He wasn't doing anything. The defense was like, yeah, go ahead and complete some passes. So, yeah, Baker looked good when it was like a – a walkthrough, basically, yeah. Uh, and also, you know, if, if they believed in Baker, uh, Baker's not starting tomorrow. He's healthy, and they're like, well, yeah, it may have to do with incentives in his contract based off sure. of snaps and draft collateral. But, you know, just quarterback-wise, yeah, he's not starting tomorrow night. So <laughs> uh, what a what a, what an uh, unending hell this is turning into. Travis Hancock, WFNZ in Charlotte, is joining us at T-Bone WFNZ. All right. 
There are some good things, I believe, worth discussing with regards to the Panthers. And I think the most encouraging has been the continued development of Iki Aquanu. If pro football focus is any judge at all, he has been a very highly rated offensive lineman over the yep. last several weeks. So if we're looking at bright, you know, silver linings to this season, the fact that Iquanu, who was just awful the first handful of weeks, looks like he is becoming closer to the player that they drafted sixth overall. Yeah, he had to take on Miles Garrett week one, who might be the best in the game at what he does, what he's asked to do. So, you know, I said it at the time, you know, let him go handle Miles Garrett week one. That's good. In the long run, not going to phase many guys ever as good as that. He'll grow from that, and he has. The offensive line, Adam, has gone from uh, absolute disaster in recent years. On the other side is a stalwart, Bradley Bozeman at center, Mm -hmm. although it wasn't great the other day because they got behind, so they couldn't run the ball. Like they did the previous two games. But you know, the offensive line has gone from that massive question. Icky solidified the left side. Uh, Christensen on the right side, uh, left side next to him. Corbett and, and Moten on the, on the other side. So what was a major question is now a major strength. And it's really it's, it's amazing in football, as you know, how quickly your weakness can become your strength or your strength, your weakness. And for the Panthers now, as they try to figure out the quarterback spot and other receivers and other tight ends and other running backs. Oh, my God, there's a lot to figure out. The offensive line uh, up front is where it's going to start with, and it's doing a very good job right now. Yeah, that's the the first step. And what they need to do is continue to add to it over the course, but they don't have to necessarily rebuild it, which which is really what they have been trying to do for the last couple of years, sort of on the fly. Uh, But it was good that they really did address it this time. And maybe, again, they just have to kind of, you know, add here and there to it, supplement it over the yep. next few years. Um, it looks like J.C. Horn is real. That's that's good. He needs They need help. Uh, the other corners aren't necessarily. They need Jeremy Chin back. Uh, but there are some positive things going forward. Let me ask you about the head coach. I like Steve Wilkes. I think that the Panthers should hire him, not as the interim, but hire him as the head coach. I've been using Rod Brindamore as an example. Sometimes Good it point. just means more to uh, to be a head coach in a certain spot than it does to be a head coach. I think it would mean more to Steve Wilkes. Is there any push at all for Steve down there for Steve to be the guy? Certainly he's a Charlotte guy, so there's a lot of love for Steve Wilkes, whether he's the head coach, an assistant coach, App State guy. Charlotte guy was here during the you know, the, the really good years of, of the last decade that they had. So there's a lot of love for Steve Wilkes from the fans, from the media. I think from the players, Chad Thompson played for him, so mm-hmm. you'll hear a lot of praise from him. Yeah, that That's what was so disheartening and really, quite frankly, embarrassing about the effort the other day was they had really rallied around him so far against Tampa, against Atlanta. They were fighting for him. And the other day, it was like we went backwards to a Matt Rule type effort, where they just they just got punched in the mouth right away. It never fought back. I do think he deserves a fair chance. Absolutely, they have to put in the effort for him that they did in the previous two games. If efforts like that against Cincinnati happen again, or he, how often do you see an interim coach? have to make changes on a staff after a game. Twice. Normally, that's not a thing. Uh, granted, he's had a, there's a lot of time for him to do yeah. this, so it's not like a three-week thing, but that effort was so bad, the DB coach is gone. 
Paul Pasqualoni, who's like 100, uh, the former Syracuse coach, <laughs> yeah. D-line coach, he's now gone. But that just shows you, though, that, you know, he doesn't have a lot of time to waste to try to prove himself in this particular opportunity. So I, I think he does, but he, they, they can't put efforts like that out there that are some of the worst ever, especially the first half. I think he would be good, but they really have to play a lot better for him to get what I think should be a fair shot. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on, or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Yes, they, they need to be competent, but I don't anticipate... Like what happened against Cincinnati, who's got a very capable, explosive offense, and I, my opinion is that the Panthers' defense isn't nearly as good as we want it to be. Part of that right. is, you know, they have some players out with injury. Part of that is they're really they don't really have difference makers in the middle of the defense. You know, they have some good defensive linemen, but they're thin. They, you know, no. They don't ger- have that star linebacker now. You can't find a Keekly any, no. just anywhere, but they don't. They don't have that. Chad Thompson is good. I don't think he's great. Right. I think Chad Thompson's a good other linebacker with your great linebacker. Mm-hmm. They're missing that guy in the middle to really bridge all those secondary pieces that you talked about. Derek Brown has been a monster yep. up front, but they don't they don't have another edge. They need another edge rusher, and they need a they need a a young dynamic linebacker. And I think that defense will take off a little. more. Yeah, that I mean, like I said, th- this team's defense. First of all, Cincinnati has explosive talent and can do that to not maybe anybody, but a lot of teams. So I wasn't that surprised that Cincinnati got up early, and then it just went downhill. Then it was this. Yeah. It was the proverbial snowball uh, rolling downhill. Real quick on our countdown to kickoff pregame show, I was on it for this week, and this is probably why I'm only on the Hornets stuff and not the Panthers stuff. They keep me <laughs> away from it. I said on the pregame show about 30 minutes before, I said, look, Burrow may get the Panthers and maybe Higgins and Boyd. I don't know. It's not going to be Joe Mixon. He's washed up (laughs) 3.3 yards per carry. I said, the the, the player I fear the least is Joe Mixon. When I was driving home, he had about two touchdowns already. So that that was on me. That's my (laughs) fault. That's on me. All right. How how are the Hornets doing? Well, good to talk to you. It's good to talk to you again, Adam, and we'll be seeing you. Well, the Hornets are 3-8. And uh, Lamelo Ball has not played yet. I know. We don't quite. We don't know why because he's about seven or eight days outside the window that was projected for his return. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on there with him. He hasn't played yet. He's out against that against Portland. Uh, and in some of the most shocking news, maybe that hit your airways in Raleigh. Uh, Gordon Hayward is out right now. No way. Uh, he's got a shoulder. He's day to day, but that shoulder, that day to day status was a week ago, and we have not seen him yet since then. So uh, don't worry about us. Everything's fine. (laughs) Uh, Travis Hancock, you're the best, my man. Uh, At T-Bone WFNZ in Charlotte, thank you very much. We'll talk again soon, my man. (laughs) uh, The Charlotte Checkers, our minor league hockey team, a big game against Providence on Friday. That's sort of the buzz in the air right now, right? Oh, very nice. Uh, Are you going? Uh, no, but I may have to, depending on what happens tomorrow night. All right. You've, uh, go, uh, go get a hot dog on us. 
<laughs> you got it. I appreciate it. Thanks, brother. All right, when we come, <laughs> that is, there's a lot there. When we come Missed back, missed opportunity with the weenie whistle right there. Oh <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's been sitting in front of me. I should. There you go. There's the there weenie whistle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.